0: Chapter five of Black Oxen by Gertrude Atherton. This Librivox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Chapter five Madam is not at home, ma'am. Is she not? Then I'll wait for her. Mrs. Oglethorpe swept by the butler, and he had the sensation of chaff scattering before a strong wind. In truth, Mrs. Oglethorpe was an impressive figure and quite two inches taller than himself. He could only stare at her in helpless awe, the more so as he had recognized her at once. Leadership might be extinct, but Mrs. Oglethorpe was still a power in New York society, with her terrible outspokenness, her uncompromising standards, her sardonic humor, her great wealth, and her eagle eye for subterfuge. How could a mere servant hope to oppose that formidable will when his betters trembled at her nod mrs oglethorpe had made her usual careful toilet her full long dress of heavy pile black velvet almost covered with a sable cape swept the floor changing skirts meant nothing to her like all women of the old regime in new york she wore her hair dressed very high and it was surmounted by a small black hat covered with feathers ruthlessly exposing her large square face with its small snapping black eyes and prominent nose a high-boned collar of net supported what was left of her throat she wore no jewels as she clung to the rigorous law of her youth which had tabooed the vulgar display of anything but pearls in the daytime as she was too old and yellow for pearls she compromised on jet earrings and necklace she carried a cane Mr. Dinwiddie, to his surprise, had found no difficulty in persuading her to investigate the mysteries of the Ogden mansion, for she had leapt at once to the conclusion that the friend of her youth was in some way menaced by this presumptuous stranger of the fantastic resemblance. There had been a time when, while indignantly repudiating the stories so prevalent for many years after Mary Ogden's marriage to Count Zattiany, she had secretly believed and condoned them, not only because she had loved her devotedly and known something of her heavy disillusionment, but because the wild secret life the exalted Countess Satyani was believed to be leading fed her own suppressed longings for romance and adventure. With the passage of years, which had taken their toll of Mary's beauty and fascination and brought complete disillusionment to herself, she had almost forgotten that old phase moreover it was many years since she had visited europe and correspondence between the two friends once so intimate had almost ceased before the war during that long interval she had heard nothing of her except that she was running a hospital in budapest but shortly after the close of the war she had been distressed to learn from a member of one of the various commissions to vienna "'that Countess Satiani was ill in a sanitarium. "'She had written at once, but received no reply. "'Now she feared that some adventuress "'had taken advantage of a superficial resemblance. "'She dismissed Mr. Dinwiddie's protestations "'of the exactness of the resemblance "'as the maunderings of a weakened memory "'playing about among the ghosts of his youth, "'to scheme for the Ogden fortune. "'When told that Judge Trent was evidently shielding the woman her suspicions were redoubled she had consistently hated judge trent for fifty years if on the other hand the creature were really mary's daughter and could prove it well she would make up her mind what course to take when she met her i'll wait in the library she announced and moved majestically down the hall then at a sound she paused and glanced towards the stair which rose on the left opposite the library a woman was descending a woman only an inch or two shorter than herself and no less stately with ashen blond hair coiled low on her graceful neck and wearing a loose gown of pale green crape with a silver girdle my god exclaimed mrs oglethorpe in a loud imperious voice "'as if commanding the Almighty to leap from his throne and fly to her assistance. "'Then she leaned heavily on her cane. "'The lady came quickly down the stairs and made a peremptory signal to the butler. "'As he disappeared, she walked forward more slowly "'and paused within a few feet of her agitated guest. "'Her eyebrows were slightly raised, her face impassive. Not even those sharp old eyes staring at her guessed that she had been completely taken by surprise and was inwardly quaking. Mrs. Oglethorpe could not speak for a moment. The years had dropped from her. She was once more a young woman, come to spend the day with her favourite friend, or to attend a reception in the stately formal house on Murray Hill. High rooms filled with women wearing tight basques, bustles, full sweeping skirts, small hats or bonnets perched on puffs and braids mary the most radiant and beautiful and enchanting girl in the world coming forward with hands outstretched while her more formal mother frowned a little at her enthusiasm or were they both risen to haunt the old house but confusion could reign for only a few seconds in mrs oglethorpe's indomitable soul she drew herself up to her imposing height and her voice was harsher than usual as she addressed the vision that had confounded her. "'Pardon me! Your likeness to my old friend, Countess Zattiany startled me. Who are you, may I ask? Does it really matter?' And once more Mrs. Oglethorpe started, although the accent was foreign. "'Yes, it does matter,' she said grimly. "'This is what I have come to find out.' "'Oh!' Again there was a slight lift of the eyebrows. I had always heard that Americans were unconventional, but hardly that they carried their independence of the conventions so far as to invade the house of a stranger. "'I'll not be put off. Are you Mary Zattiany's daughter?' For a second there was an expression of broad amusement on the beautiful cold face opposite, but it passed with a slight shrug of the shoulders. "'No,' she said evenly. "'Then who are you?' i do not choose to say at present her tone was as arrogant as her interlocutors and mrs oglethorpe bristled what does trent mean by lying about your presence in this house judge trent respects my wishes your wishes you've made a fool of him but I am Countess Zattiani's oldest friend, and if she has been imposed upon, if she has come to any harm, if you are after her fortune by pretending on the strength of your singular likeness to be her heir, I shall know how to put a stop to it, in spite of Judge Trent. I suppose you have never heard of me. My name is Oglethorpe. I have heard of Mrs. Oglethorpe from Countess Zattiani, but she failed to prepare me for your excessively bad manners. "'Manners be damned! I use what manners I choose, and I have never done anything else. I repeat to you that Countess Etiani was the most intimate friend of my youth, and for many years after. If she has no one to protect her interests in this country, I shall protect them myself. Don't you suppose I am well aware that if you were in her confidence she would have sent you direct to me?' "'It is the first thing she would have thought of.' If you are not an impostor and an adventuress, present your credentials and I will ask your pardon. Judge Trent has my credentials. Now, if you will excuse me. I will not excuse you. I will get to the depth of all this mystery. I abominate mystery. It is vulgar and stupid. You will tell me who you are, or I will set the newspapers on your track. They'll soon ferret it out. I've only to say the word. Ah! the lady seemed to falter for a moment she looked speculatively at the indignant old face opposite then made a vague little gesture toward her hair and dropped her eyes no she said softly don't please she raised her eyes once more and looked straight into mrs oglethorpe's the two women stood staring at each other for several seconds mrs oglethorpe's eyes blinked her jaw fell then she drew herself up in her most impressive manner. "'Good day,' she said. "'Your pardon for the intrusion.' And although her voice had trembled, she swept majestically down the hall. The unwilling hostess touched a bell, and a footman opened the door. End of chapter 5